Productivity and a productive lifestyle is something that we all work towards, regardless of how that is enacted and what you specifically want to comprise within your daily routine. Actually doing something with your life rather than a typical 9 to 5 shift is what we all need for a good life. Productivity is not just about working 10 hours a day and being an entrepreneur and having a fancy desk and an iPad to study on. It's about fulfilling your goals and spending a life in which every minute is not wasted. It isn't pointless. You can never be bored because you are always working towards something. Many people have jobs in which either they have to work manually or they have to sit hours and hours at a desk wishing that they could do something else. This pattern sadly continues until they reach retirement and now we have a whole population of people who couldn't live their lives to the very fullest. However, being grateful for what we have, no matter how little, is undoubtedly a key way for being productive. Work will always be work and this life will always be a test. But how can we make it more bearable? Living your life to the fullest isn't and should not just be a privilege for the rich. It should not be limited to those who can afford to go on holidays and pay for certain experiences. Living your life to the fullest is not going to be about what you did or who you saw. It's going to be about how you went about it. The big question is, how do we even achieve a work-life balance? In this podcast, you'll be getting an answer from a Muslimer's perspective. In this day and age, we see a large number of people working and contributing to the global economy. Regardless of where you live, there's always been a high demand for a skilled workforce, and the huge variety of sectors has led to a wide availability for both education and work experience wherever you look to. It is the frontier for a life in the modern world and it does indeed have its benefits. So when we speak of a work-life balance, it can vary between person to person, but arguably everyone in employment working regular hours will have a similar routine and therefore a similar amount of time to pursue hobbies and interests outside of work. When elements such as overtime and preparations for meetings also come into play, we find that as of 2021, 26% of people are having to work even after hours to prepare for the next day. So when we speak of a work-life balance, we have to cater for several things. The first element is, do you enjoy your job? If your job is something that alleviates your well-being, then putting an effort towards it, even in your own time, is not so detrimental. This is simply because you actually are spending your time in a way that you want because it is something that you want to do. It isn't necessarily due to a deadline or pressure from your boss. Rather, it is a method to pursue your interests and to work towards your desired outcome. However, if you do not enjoy your job and it's the best that you've got, we need to comprehend one thing. You should not let that job make you hate everything else about your life. Just because it is hard does not mean that you can never be happy. Everyone can't have everything, and everyone is being tested in different ways at the end of the day. Pray to Allah to keep you afloat during the difficult times at your workplace, but don't let the stress seep into your hobbies or the other aspects of your life that you enjoy. Let's look at an example. 
Say you're a mother or a father and you have children. Your children are also going to be your priority. If you spend all your time on your work and distress about your work, and then you bring that stress and inflict it onto your family, it's going to have a negative impact on that part of your life too. There is a difference between confiding in those you love than taking your stress out of them. And a poor work-life balance as a result of any job can lead you unintentionally making them upset, which is going to lead to more stress amongst everybody. But regardless to whether you enjoy your life at the moment and your job or not, if you have a family or other hobbies and work is not the only thing that exists in your life, there needs to be a boundary between your work and everything else. The second factor is, are there any other conflicting elements within your life that take priority over extra hours of work? This can be things like family time or other commitments that you have, personal goals that you have set for yourself and other aspirations for the future that you seek to prepare for. It is absolutely vital that you seek knowledge in what you actually do outside of work. Life is not about that trek towards your office building and your daily briefing. Life is about one, getting closer to the dean, and two, living in a way in which you are helping others and doing the best for yourself too. If you do have things that you need to focus on outside of work, you need to make those things a priority. If you work a regular job, the aim is to use your time in the office to get the relevant work done. If you find that the amount of work you are being set is far too much and is feeding too much into your personal life to the point where you don't even have time to talk to your family or even go to the gym every evening, you need to speak with your colleagues about changing that. Your health matters too and as a person you need to stand up for that. Burning yourself out and not being able to look at each day as a way to learn and progress and get closer to the dean but instead a dreary long day in which you overload yourself with paperwork and can't even do the things that you love, is that really a life anybody would want? And then of course, it goes back to whether you actually enjoy your job. I know that not all circumstances make it possible for you to enjoy your profession, but what is the point of making something that you do not enjoy the centre of your life whilst you shun the people and things that you actually care about? Hard times come to everybody, and Allah helps us through those hard times. The gift of having people to communicate with about your problems is a vital one to use. If you're feeling stressed, confide in Allah and ask for guidance. Ask for that guidance. If you are stressed, talk about that stress. Talk about what's making you feel like that to those you trust. Your husband, your wife, your brother, your sister, aunt, your parents. We weren't created to just live alone and stay alone. We are creatures of communication. So use your tongue and communicate. Seek advice about what to do and take the time out for your family. Because at the end of the day, the money we make in this world is only for this world. And we're not going to take it with us. Communicating about your problems is part of being productive. Prioritize working for your hereafter instead of working for your boss. Life is not and should never be about your next paycheck. Of course, there are elements of having to pay for food and bills, but alhamdulillah, if that's covered, then why stress too much about it? Allah will provide for you at the end of the day, 
and is Allah who gives us the sustenance that we thrive upon ever since the day that we were born. Whether you live flamboyantly or not, rich or poor, Allah provides for all of it. Do not compromise your religion for your job. Prejudice is a major thing in the world that we live in today, and regardless of your faith, you should be respected for your beliefs. If someone is suppressing you for simply expressing yourself for who you are and the religion you choose to follow when you are not harming anybody else at all, this is an issue that needs to be addressed. In the Western world, it can become easy to drop your faith just to fit in with other people. And I think that it shouldn't be that way. Just because you may be a minority does not mean that you are not a person. And as people, we should not be pressured to leave a part of ourselves that make us whole. Why sacrifice efforts for something that is permanent, for a few bucks that are only temporary, for a life that is only temporary? Being from the people of Jannah is the only occupation that will matter at the end of the day. You can only really have a productive lifestyle if you are working to get closer to Allah. Islam gives us the way of life that is by far the most productive and the one that gives you the most contentment. So if you look at your current lifestyle at work and find that the deen is not your number one priority, that could be a place to start. Do your best to pray at work. Everyone has a freedom to practice their own religion. So ask your boss to allocate you somewhere so that you can pray at work. Remember Allah and your life will be blessed. But do not forget that difficulty comes with life. Life was never meant to be perfect for anybody. And this blue pill stigma that the world affiliates you to walk, to walk towards will lead you nowhere. Allah is the only one that can make your life as productive as possible. And it is only Allah that can help you work towards that productive lifestyle that you had always wanted. Catering for your physical health is also something that we need to pay attention to. And this doesn't necessarily mean exercise in the gym every single week. But simple things such as getting enough sleep and winding down before bed will help to improve your vitality, both in the short and the long term. Your physical health can have a knock-on effect on your mental health. So if you find that you are stressed because of your job, go for a walk. In my personal experience, going for walks helps so much. It doesn't even have to be for long. Give yourself five minutes to just walk around outside and take in your surroundings. In my personal experience, it doesn't take much effort and the amount of stress it takes away is astonishing. Exercising doesn't just mean excessive cardio. When you first come to start taking care of your physical health and your body, small steps will always be progression. Progression is not only within your actions, but it's also within your mindset. Because if you are productive and if you believe that you can improve, you will act to improve. And it is our actions that lead us to the outcome that we want at the end of the day. Simple things like having a smoothie for breakfast and eating fruits are not only ways to improve your physical health, but also mental health as well. According to recent studies, people who eat at least 470 grams of fruit and vegetables daily have 10% less stress levels than those who do not. And this can also be included with any meal. Healthy eating is an easy thing to implement and a big help in the long run. Okay, so let's get back to the mainstream of things. 
everyone's work life is going to be different even though it may take a similar format. Whether it's part-time, full-time, freelancing or even just maintaining your own home. When we speak of what working is, we need to understand that it is a necessity to be able to work and provide. It is a necessity to be able to survive at the end of the day. You need to put food on the table and you need to pay bills. When we talk of a work-life balance, sometimes it sounds like a screech from somewhere far from reality. Because reality is never perfect. Reality isn't Jannah. This is the dunya. And while we're here, we're going to be tested. For some people, it may be work. For others, it may be their social lives. And for others, it could be their own health. Just because people have a different problem does not make it either inferior or superior. How does this even relate to having a good work-life balance, though? Let me answer you. Empathy. Empathy is something that we all need to have. I think that the mutual understanding that at the end of the day, nobody has it easy will give you the motivation to do what you have to do at work. In the halal sense, of course. But then also make time for the other things in your life. Have empathy for your family wanting to spend time with you. Have empathy for that project that you wanted to start but never got around to doing so. And I get it, not everyone can just waddle over to their boss and tell them that, hey, I'm not going on overload mode anymore. Because life isn't like that. Work is work, and work gives you stress. But when we try to shake a balance between your work and why you are actually doing all this work, we need to understand that the people in the why should never be compromised. You and your dean should not be compromised. You are working for them. Your purpose in this world is for the hereafter. You are doing it so you can put your kids through school and feed them and take them on fun trips, etc. So don't let it come to a point where the money is coming in, but you aren't coming home from the office. Don't let it come to a point where you are at home, but your mind isn't. Don't let your job become your religion. There needs to be a balance and a boundary. Your family is your family and your work is your work. Your work is not your family and your family is not your work. Because if you make it that way, you will never have a work-life balance. You will never be able to relax because you are just mingled the two together and now you don't have a safe space away from the blinging notifications of meetings and other things. You just made your entire life working for that company. When really, it should be you working for your afterlife, if anything. With that being said, I hope that this podcast gave you an insight as to how to improve and what exactly to do to make a change. Work towards a work-life balance because this life is not for your company but to accompany others into Jannah, inshallah. Get that work-life balance. Even if it is a little bit, don't worry. Nothing is easy. And we will make it through this life and to the next successfully, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.